What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Well That's Good podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Y'all, we are one week away. Well, one week, maybe two weeks away, I guess, from our LO Sister Conference. I already broke into the conference merch and got my original sweatshirt on today because I just couldn't wait. I'm so excited. I can't wait for all of y'all to get there. It's going to be awesome. But that's in two weeks, okay? We got to talk about today. Today, I have a super special friend on the podcast. She's a guest, but she's a friend. She's a, she's almost becoming a regular on this podcast and I'm so thankful because she is the queen of fun and I love any time I get to have my good friend Annie Downs on the podcast. So Annie, thanks for uh, coming back and we are just glad that the teacher of fun is back to uh, grace Girl, us with I your presence. Here. She is here. Thank you for having me. Not to mention with a new devotional, Chase the Fun. Come on, Yes, girl. it's so fun. I mean, listen, who gets to write devos about fun, right? Like, let's go. That's true. This is working out. That is true. <laughs> it really is so fun to, like, talk to you and to see the books and stuff that you're writing and putting out all about fun. Because, okay, like, it, it's fun, right, obviously, but it's not a light message. Like, it, it's a real message yeah. of, like, no, like, let's actually have fun and what does fun mean and what does it look like so we're going to talk about fun but I I just love it it's so needed and it's it needs to be taught and so way to teach it girl thanks and you know part of the fun of it and a lot of our friends live this life too of like we want to be out in the mainstream world attracting people to Jesus and when people fall in love with the people of God they will fall in love with God I mean that's just how it goes right and so we get to do these resources and these products that then these books that may not look as serious on the outside I want it to look beautiful on Instagram I want people to want to TikTok about it because I want the cover to attract someone who may not pick That's up good. a book that is deep, but this one will bridge them to That's that, right? Good. So I love my seat, man. I love I my lane. Love it, it is it is so fun. You're such a good, that is so who you are. You bridge the gap for so many people. And that that's Thanks. a gift. And that is a calling. And I, I love it so much. That was a, an original prayer we used to pray so much uh, when Elo started was that we would bridge the gap for people, for people who have yeah. never and would never even think about walking into a church building to those who are absolutely on the front row praising the Lord as loud as they can it's like how do we bridge the gap and uh, you know we've been able to do that through podcasting and through books and things and you do the same thing and it's just awesome so I think that one of the things that we get to do and all of our friends listening get to do is go what is my lane yeah Right. Like not everyone is a Bible teacher and not everyone is the person who needs to be doing the mainstream work as a faith person. Like our buddy Tim Tebow. Right. Tim and Demi are really in the mainstream world. Yeah. Right. They do a ton out there. Y'all did a Y'all do a ton out there in the mainstream world. Not everybody's called to that. And so figuring out your lane and going like Paul said to run the race is smart for me. Yeah. Right. And so so it, it takes time before you go like. Is talking about fun immature or is it my lane? Wow. It's like, oh, this is my lane. This is how God made me. Like this is this is something I get to do for the kingdom that's different than anybody else is doing. I love that. Come on, girl. I am so glad that you just went with that because I was about to botch a question I was gonna ask you. I was I was going to ask you a question <laughs> and I was like literally thinking in my mind, how am I gonna phrase this? And then you answered the question I would have botched. So thank you. Great. What I was <laughs> look this this is look, we I am no professional podcaster. So sometimes my questions don't come out smoothly. <laughs> yes, but listen, this is yes, this is the thing. 
I was literally going to ask you because when people have already been on the podcast, I don't always ask them what's the best piece of advice they've ever been given. But sometimes right. I'll shape it or like to that person. And as I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, I could ask her about leadership and I could ask her about um, writing, but I could ask her about podcasts. I, I mean, I could ask your advice for so many different things because you do, you're a teaching pastor. Like you do all these things. Mm-hmm. And then you just throw out this piece of advice of know what your lane is. And I'm like, that yeah. is literally it. That's it right there. That is the piece yes. of advice that I would want to learn from you. And, and that's what I see you live so beautifully is owning that. And you're right. So many people, they want to, they, they either compare themselves to someone else's lane, wanting to be yes. that person, or they compare themselves in such a way that they're like, well, what is fun? You know, it, it needs to be bigger. Yeah. It needs to be deeper. It needs to be more thought out. But if, it, if everybody did that, we wouldn't have the message that everybody truly needs, which is how do you have fun in a world that yes. has obviously forgotten the art? And so I just yeah. love it. It's great. I love how in the, the book. It's important. It is important. In the book, you actually talk about fun being a spiritual thing. Talk to me, yeah. talk to me about that. So let's, let's just talk about the deeper level of what fun is. Yeah, I think it... I really enjoy talking about this, particularly with you, because you and I have run around this together, this concept. But, but there is this this feeling that fun is supposed to be um, escapism, mm. like like it is fun. Like our there are people who go like, well, what's fun to me is just drinking until I don't remember. Yeah, right. Like I just want to drink till I don't remember, and that is actually escapism. That is not fun. Yeah. And, and so we need to look at the behaviors we're doing, whatever it is, right? Like, so um, I'll give you my, an Oreo example. Love. I can go buy Oreos and have them in my house and it can just be fun and release. And like, I can have two Oreos or I can go buy a, bo- a box of Oreos and what I'm actually doing is escaping from my life because I'm sad or I'm lonely mm. or I'm frustrated. And it is the same behavior with two different reasons, right? Mm. And so that's what we get to do with fun. The, the things we're doing that we think are fun is we say, why am I doing this? Yeah. I'm just doing this because I love being with my people. I'm just doing this because I think it's fun to be outside. I'm just doing this because I've always wanted to travel to this country. Or I'm doing this because I'm trying to get away from fill in the blank. Okay. So fun is a spiritual thing because when you actually define why you're doing what you're doing, you actually have a run in with God and you go, Oh, Oh, I'm doing this because I'm trying to escape from that pain. I feel at my job or in that relationship that just ended or whatever. And so you go like, Oh, okay, God, I need to talk to you about this. Yeah, I actually need to sit down and have this conversation with God that my counselor, Sadie, says a lot to me. She said to me yesterday, (laughs) she said, I don't actually care so much about what you do. I care why you do it. Wow. Because I was going like, why do I keep struggling with this? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I I want you to confess what you need to confess with me. But I mainly want to know why. Hmm. What were you feeling? Hmm. And, And so if we think of our fun, the things we do for fun, and we go like, why am I doing that? Hmm. Am I going to that? Am I going to that concert because I love being with that those people, or am I going because I'm trying to impress somebody? Dang. Yeah, right. And either way, honestly, Sadie, one of it's not that one's right and one's wrong. Yeah. It's just tell yourself the truth. Yeah, at least tell yourself the truth about why you're doing what you're doing. That's so good. If you're drinking till you don't remember, just tell yourself why. Yeah, you'll eventually. That is enough of a. That will make you pump the breaks enough mm-hmm. that you often stop the behavior that's actually bad for yep. you. 
That is so good. Wow, that is so good. I haven't really and it's thought just fun. about it. Like We're talking that. about fun. I love it, but it and then it ends up stopping. I love you. it because I haven't really thought about that. It's like you could the Oreo analogy was so great because yeah, you can go get Oreos, and in one way it can be a really healthy thing and it's fun. You eat two. That's, yeah. that's great. It's a good time. But then you fun. you get yeah. Oreos in, in a different place of your life and it's actually just um, indulgence and then you're just trying to numb pain and then you're trying to control I mean it's like whoa that is so true and I was actually thinking about this last night so it's so funny you said that so uh, me and Christian we watch we are like big rom-com people okay and like we love watching like cheesy tv shows it's kind of like our thing and it's like so funny because literally last night we turned on our show that we like to watch I won't say it because you know just whatever it's just a cheesy it's just a it's a cheesy show, but we turn it on and Christian goes, all right, let's watch the show that we don't really like. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> laughing because I was like, it's so true. Like, we don't even really like this show, but we love to watch it. And and I, I was yes. thinking, why do we do this? And we do it, though, because it's so fun to us because we don't like the show, but we like Christian imitates all the people and we imitate the accents and we laugh yeah. at each other. And it that's fun, you know, and it's really yes. not about the show. It's more just about like me. Me and Christian as a couple, like that's our thing we do before bed. Like that's yes. fun. And so it's true. But then there's other times in my life where I'm watching a show that I don't really care about. And that's just to escape what I really need to do. And so like that, yes. there's the difference of like, why am I doing this? Yes. That's so good. Because often a thing you can pay attention to in yourself when you're doing something that sounds fun to you is, is this time that I'm doing this, is it breeding connection or is it isolating me? That's good. That's a good Right? So you and Christian watching these shows together, that's breeding connection. Who cares if you hate it? I mean, you can, you know, you can watch Food Network and like make fun of the recipes Absolutely. and not like anything, but it's breeding connection. Absolutely. And then when you're trying to procrastinate from something you're meant to do or all your friends have gone out and you feel left out, so you binge a TV show you're breeding isolation yeah, and and that's not healthy. Yeah. And so we go for what's, I mean, that's the trick about that's fun good. is I actually think it, along with everything else, we make space for everything in our life that makes us healthy yeah. or happy. And hopefully True. it's both, True, but sometimes it's not. And so if you want to have fun, you've got to put it on your calendar and treat it just like everything else that is part of a healthy life for you. True. I love that. I love how you talk about uh, like planning fun. Um, because yeah. I, you even said like, even if you don't know what you're going to do, just like put on your calendar Saturday, I'm going to have fun. And you actually talk about how a lot of times people don't have fun because they don't know what to do. And so they're like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yes. And then you just don't do anything. And, and so you said, start with planning when you're going to have fun and then plan what you're going to do when you have fun. I love that is such good advice. Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller 
bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. So, if say you're the person that's like, okay, I'm just gonna have fun Saturday, like, what, it, what does that actually look like to, to prepare to have fun but not really know what that looks like yet? Yeah, so a lot of our friends, you and I share a lot of the same type of friends of people who are busy, people who are active, mm-hmm. and people who have a lot going on. Not everybody, but there's a bell curve, right? Like, and, and so fitting that time in really matters. So I really just say start with 30 minutes. Yeah. Put 30, you don't have to make it your whole Saturday because that's yeah. so intimidating. That intimidating. Like, that's like, when, remember when we used to babysit? Well, you have a child now, so you don't babysit. But when we used to babysit, and and you'd be like, oh my gosh, we played all the games and I've been here one hour (laughs) and I've got four more hours, right? I mean, that can happen on a day if you tell yourself we've got to have fun all day. But if you say, hey, I'm 30 minutes on Saturday or 30 minutes on Sunday, I'm going to do something fun. And then what ends up happening, you alluded to, what ends up happening is during the week when you're sitting with your roommates or when you're sitting with your family or sitting with your boyfriend or your husband and you go, hey, Saturday afternoon, we've got a 30 minute window of fun. What are we going to do? What sounds fun to you? That's good. Is the question. That's good. I like that. And what you start doing is you go like oh here's what sounds fun to me here's what sounds fun to you and if you will ask what sounds fun to you and then kind of say why a couple of times you get this real heart answer cool. and a lot of times it has to do with what people miss about their childhood wow and so you're learning something really innocent about each other. Mm. And then you try it on Saturday. You go, I, I so good. for example, a friend of mine gave me a blow up kayak this summer. And because there's a bunch of girls who kayak together. And I was like, I would love to do that. And they gifted me an inflatable kayak. That's awesome. And so I've tried it once and it was fine. And there were, but you know what I did? This will surprise you at all, Sadie, because you know me so well. I like blew it up and I threw it in the water and I got in. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I should have like tried it on land one time because now if I tip over, I'm swimming versus, and it was like, I had put too much air in it and I wasn't comfortable, but then I was out in the middle of the lake and I couldn't fix it. (laughs) So my first time of doing the thing that I thought was fun, I liked it. 
And I knew I wanted to make some adjustments. That's good. So this weekend, I'm making some adjustments and doing it a little bit different. And that's what we get to do if we will just put it on our calendar. And inviting other people in, even if it's one friend, where you say, hey, I'm going to do something fun on Saturday. I'm going to do it by myself because I've been with people all week. But will you help me brainstorm up what I should do with this 30 minutes? I mean, it's getting a Coke Icy. It's going on a walk. It's going to your favorite store and just perusing. Any of that, you know, any, anything, it doesn't have to be big and expensive. It can be really simple. I love that. That just takes the pressure off because it's true. It's like weirdly fun does add pressure sometimes because you don't know what to do. I remember when Honey was, I mean, she had to have been maybe two months old. I mean, it was like eight weeks. It was, she was not old at all. She she was like baby. Like all she does is, you know, spit up and eat and sleep and that stage. And I am kind of like a doer. Like I'm like, let's go do something. Let's go hang out. Let's go blah, blah, blah. And I remember sitting on the couch there just holding her and I literally Googled what to do with an eight week old. I'm like, am I supposed to be <laughs> yes. like doing something? Like, can I make this more fun for her? Can we like bond yeah. like, you know, in some other way than just me? Am I making her, her smart and enough? Like, do I need to be reading? Should I be yeah. reading books? But she doesn't even like, even though her eyes are closed, like I'm like, what do I do? Right. And I remember just, right. it was funny because a lot of people had Googled stuff like this and there's really not a lot to do. I mean, it was just like little things, you know, talk to them, you yeah. know, it was um, get something that's black and white and let them see it, you know, let them see your face. And yeah. there's just no pressure in it. And I was like, okay, good. Like, I actually yes. don't have to like go do something crazy. It's not the time yet to go yes. blow up a swimming pool. You know, it's not the time yet to yes. go yes. Uh, buy balloons or bubbles even. Like, it's just the time to sit and to talk and to, you know, show her little shapes. And, and it took the pressure off. And I think that's a a lot of the things yes. of what you're talking about it's like sometimes you think well it should be more fun because you're comparing your fun to what you see on social media or you're comparing your fun to what someone Girl. else's fun is instead of your fun just being simple your fun just being yeah. that okay what do you think about this so like I think like a lot of college students especially would say like okay sleep is fun right like because yeah. they don't sleep or like you know even people that travel a lot, like we do, that sleep is so fun. Like, I just want to sleep. Do you think that is, like, fun? Or do you think that's, like, a necessity that we're kind of, like, depriving ourselves from, you know? Does that make sense? Like, is this, right. like, something that should yes. be our fun? Or is this something that we should actually, like, we need to actually sleep? Yeah, I mean, I think it can be both, yeah. right? Like, I think a nap on a picnic blanket out at a park for 30 minutes is, like, so fun for me. Like, it's, like, such it's a great. such a gift, yeah. you know? Um, but I, when I think about, if I have the list of things that I can't live without that I absolutely are necessary for me to, like, feel like the best version of Annie, it is sleep, it is food, it is moving my body, it is community, yeah. and it is fun. I mean, that like, so, so to me, yes, that all is part of the same thing. But an interesting thing that when you're talking about honey, that is along the lines with this is I bet there are friends of ours who are listening, who they are in bed and they've been in bed for a long time because they're depressed or they're anxious or they are sick in some way. And they think, well, I can't have fun because I, I, all I get to do is sleep. Yeah. Right. And, and one of the things you said that I, I, I just fit so beautifully into this, Sadie, is when you said she all all you needed for honey was something black and white. Yeah. Right. And so for any of our friends who wear sleep is the fun yeah. right now because it's all their body can do. 
All you need is something black and white. You don't need something in color, right? So so just get a deck of cards and learn how to play a card game that you can do by yourself in your hands. Yeah. Or or just start cross stitching. Yeah. Or just start, you know, like start doing something. Get if you're able, if if the reason you that sleep is your fun is because of uh mental health, can you get up and go on a ten minute walk? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe five, but can but to me, you said it beautifully. That's the black and white, yeah, right? That's the simple eight week old. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can start with a five or 10 minute walk. It can start with cross stitching. It can start with playing cards. It can start with something so simple that has space to grow. But if sleep is your ultimate fun right now, let's bring in something, an an eight-week-old version of what else fun could be. I love that. That is so good. Yes, I know so many people that are speaking directly to you. So get Get the black and white. Get get the simple things out. Yeah. And learn to have fun yes. with those things. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, so I gotta tell you, you you recently got to do something that I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. Um, you do a lot of things that I think are so cool, but you did an interview with Joyce Meyer, Angel. which I think is so cool. She's so she's cool. so cool. I've never met her. Yeah. I mean, like that feels like our like grandmother in the faith, it right? It does. It does. Like, yeah. I like I would be geeking out to talk to her just because I've listened to so many of her talks. And, like, she's she, – yeah, she's a grandmother in the faith. Like, you know, she she really yes. is. Okay, so y'all talked – I mean, first of all, just how was that? Was that cool? Yeah, so they, her podcast, there are three other hosts. And okay, then they cool. kind of Zoom her in or Zoom quotes of hers in. Oh, okay, and cool. so she wasn't actually there for me. I mean, I've met her, but she wasn't there for me. Yeah. It was her voice was there, but it's still unbelievable because you're like, Joyce Myers knows I am a person. <laughs> like, I, why? Why? <laughs> she is funny. like Joyce Myers. Um, it's amazing. Their team is incredible. She's one of the people that, that, People like you and I, I feel like we should be able to go on professional development field trips <laughs> yes, to her office and be like, how do y'all do this? Yes. Like, how can we impact? Because I, you and I both have this hope to make a massive impact right. with our lives. And that doesn't have to be numbers. Everyone listening wants to impact with their lives. Absolutely. But, but she has figured out a way to t- let her resources and her gifting go a long way by empowering a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm like. Teach me how, teach, teach me yeah. how, Joyce Meyer. But her, so her team is awesome. So cool. They're like so kind and so fun. It was it was awesome. We really should do stuff like that because even when you're like, oh yeah, she has three different people you talk to. I mean, like she's just organized something so her team has yes. like so like efficient. That's awesome. And everyone feels on mission. That's which is cool. true about y'all. That's what's true in y'all's office. It's true in yeah. my office to go like, we are so lucky that the people who work alongside the thing God has put in us yep. are like, yes, that is a mission. Exactly. And, and her whole team is like that. It's, that it's awesome. That is cool. That's when you get stuff done. It's when you have a team behind you yes. or a team around you. And for those listening, yes. you might you might be like, well, I don't have a team. Your team is your community. Who, who are the people around you yes. who are on the same mission in life as you? Um, so I want to yes. ask you, because y'all talked a lot about bravery and it, it made me think about just yeah. your bravery in life. Um, I mean, you've obviously had a lot of brave moves. You move literally from Atlanta to Nashville. I mean, you, you've had moves yeah. and stuff like that. But your bravery to even start your podcast and start writing and start doing all yeah. your stuff because, like, so many people look at you and they're like, that's Annie Downs. Like, she's my favorite. I love her podcast. I love her books. But, like, Annie Downs had to start it. 
at some point too. Like you had to have a start. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. take us back to when you started and just the bravery to believe in yourself and what God was doing in you to say, I'm going to put this out there. Yes. I'm going to use honey again in that Love. it starts black and white right? It starts really small. And in all of it, you know, like I wrote my first book as a, the first book that's called Perfectly Unique that came out 10 years ago, literally 10 years ago this month. Wow. And it, the, I wrote it for a group of high school girls that were meeting in my living room once a week. Wow. And every week I just wrote them a lesson and they would come over and read it. And then at the end of the semester, one of the girls said, hey, Annie, would you like print one more of these and staple it like a book so I can give it to one of my friends? No and I was way. like, like a book? <laughs> Did I just write a book? Wow. I mean, that's literally, I didn't start to write a book. I started wow. by serving my local church. That's good. Right? And so everything starts small mm -hmm. and that is good. If you come, my, one of my fears for uh, uh, some of our friends who are influencers right away because of, uh, you know, their parents yeah, do something yeah. or, or they get discovered on TikTok, right? Like part of me is afraid that they don't know what it's like for small beginnings yeah. and, and small beginnings really matter. Now, what a lot of those people will tell you is, well, I used to make YouTube videos that nobody watches, <laughs> right? Or yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so everybody's had a version of that. But so for me, that's what the courage looks like is, will you do the next right thing, right? Will you do the next little step? And I'm sitting in it again, uh, Sadie, that's the, that's the reality that I want all of our friends to hear. And you know that too, like we make a decision here and we say yes to this and we start writing and then we start podcasting because yeah. one person wanted me to interview them and I enjoyed it. And yep. so then I called a bunch of my friends in Nashville and said, can I bring my microphone to your living room? Yeah. Right. And two times I didn't record the conversation correctly and had to go back and redo it with the guests. Yep. Yep. I mean, awful. <laughs> that is awful. Luckily, the luckily the one time that happened to me where I pressed the wrong button and didn't record it, it was the interview I did with my grandma, so it wasn't too detrimental. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. I said uh, to Mama, "We have a we have a problem. I hit the wrong button." <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know my famous story about two mama is she taught me how to tie a bow. Yes. And I have she every time I put a dress on that has any kind of bow on it, I'm always like, okay, how, what did two mama tell me to do? That's um so funny. at your wedding. It was at your wedding. She so... retied the bow on my dress at your wedding. <laughs> That is not surprising. She's awesome. At all. That is so funny. She's amazing. That is so good. Um, so that's that's what it is. Is it's small beginnings and and being okay with that. And then what happens is the next beginning is a little bit bigger, but it's still smaller than yeah. what you're going to end up doing. Yeah. And here I sit, ten years into my career, and I've just come off of three weeks where I'm telling you the Lord said to me the most: wisdom and courage. Mm -hmm wisdom and courage. And those have to go together. That's like good. the way you and I want to lead and the way you and I want to do ministry for the rest of our lives and be in relationship with our friends on the other side of our work is with wisdom and courage. Cause you can be brave and not be, and not be wise. Oof. You can say a lot of stuff that's really controversial and really push and you're not afraid of what people are going to say, but if it's not wise, it's a that's waste. Right. And you can have wise words and not have the courage to actually yeah. say them. And so, so I want to be both, but that takes me being brave. Even in a podcast I recorded today, I had to ask a couple of questions to the guests that were a little more challenging than I usually am mm. 
because we I needed her wisdom and I had to be brave enough to ask. Right. So it doesn't stop. That's the trick about Always. courage is it doesn't stop asking you. It just says, OK, you know how your muscles were this strong yeah. to lift that thing. There was 10 pounds. Here's the 15 pound yeah. version. Here's the 20 pound. I mean, you know yeah. this. You know this in your work and in Absolutely. your life. Like it's one level of courage to marry Christian. It's another level of courage to have That's a kid. True. Yeah. And you know, you don't. It just keeps it's so growing. True. And it really is like, it's the same with working out. You you grow muscles, but you don't always see the process. You know, some people do. My husband, he does. He has big muscles. But some, <laughs> sometimes you don't. Like I work out too. And I don't. Yes. That doesn't happen to me like it happens to him, you know? But yes. I know I'm getting stronger yes. because I'm lifting heavier weights. Yes. And it's the same in life. Yes. It's the same in ministry. It's the same with my family. It's the same with work, all things. It's like the more you put into something, even if you cannot see the outcome, you are growing. You are getting stronger. And I love yes. that wisdom and courage yes. thing because you know what? It is actually very dangerous to be brave and to not be wise. I was just thinking about that. That's, that's yes. actually very dangerous because think about it like this. If yes. you're going skydiving and you have all the bravery in the world to jump out the plane but you don't get the parachute because you're not wise enough to prep yes. you're gonna die you know like that's just like yes. the fact yes and so to be to be fearless and to not have wisdom is completely reckless you know but then again to yes. be wise yes. and to not be brave I mean, you can't you can't go what a you can't go anywhere. So that is the bet. That is yes. a great combination. My Christian and I, we always pray words over honey, and a lot of times the words will be contradicting. Like right now, like we pray that she will be sweet and strong, which that might seem like a contradiction, yeah. you know, because a lot of people that are very strong are not very sweet, vice and vice versa. We yes. pray that she would be confident and humble all the time. You know, these two things. And so I'm gonna start praying that she would be wise and that she would be courageous, because that. That is such a good combo. Yes. I love it. Um, man, this is good. This is good. I love talking to you. It's just, that, whoa, whoa, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> whoa, that's good. See, this is why the podcast is called that. It just naturally comes up. It is so, and I'll tell you for all of us, every single one of us that are, you and I and all of our friends listening, everyone's on the internet. Mm -hmm. And if we can be wise and courageous on the internet, that's what's going to change the world. That's right. If we're just going to be using our social media to be brave but not be wise, you are going to blow up your public life and your online world, Boom. whether you have 10 followers or 10 million followers. Yeah. And so, man, we've got to put them together. And I, I actually what I'm doing right now in my like morning study and scripture is I'm trying to find where Bible characters were wise, wise and courageous That's at the same time. Cool. That's cool. Because I'm like, they've got, they had to have put those together, you know? And so that's what I'm, I'm I, looking for that right now. When are you doing this series? Because we are going to be listening. <laughs> We're going to be uh, Crosspoint Online. Uh, that's right. We are going to be like, you know, listening. You know how this goes. We got to live it first and then we'll teach it. That's true. So I'm okay. still trying to learn to live it. Next year, send us the link Next to year. the series. That's so good. <laughs> I love it so much. When you okay, so so you write a book kind of accidentally and you staple it yep. together, you give it to the girl. When was it that you said, Oh wow, like I'm actually an author? Like, did you have a moment yeah. where you like had this like you saw it for what it was? Because you know what's crazy? This is this people are not gonna probably believe this, but this is true. You know what is crazy? I have been doing what I'm doing for seven-ish years now, as far as like yeah. speaking and stuff. Six, maybe six years. Yeah, six years. 19 was when I spoke for the first time, really. I'm 25, six years. And, okay, so I just 
we were just talking about how I started the website six years ago, kind of started a lot of stuff six years ago. And what's crazy is I've been speaking a lot since then. I've been podcasting, writing books, all that stuff. But it really didn't hit me that like, oh, I'm like, God made me mm. to do this until yeah. this year at Passion when I had COVID and the really? flu and I yep. watched my message be given to a room of 65,000 people and I was weeping and I was like, God, God put me on earth to do this. Like it was yes. like, which you would think, Sadie, how did you not have that before? And I'm sure I've had that before. I've had moments of that before, but I've always mm. had a lot of like insecurity tied to that or, or even like that false humility in the sense of saying like, no, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. And not just like allowing me to stay for a second. Actually, it's not about me, but it is what God's done in me. It is what God's created mm-hmm. in me. And it is what he's called me mm-hmm. to do. And it's what he's walked with me to do. And I think for so mm-hmm. long, I just like didn't own that. And when I yeah. was watching Passion this year, it was such an out-of-body experience because I'm watching what God was doing through me. and Because whenever I'm like on the stage and I'm preaching, I don't know about you, it's like you're thinking about, you're thinking about that moment. You're thinking about so much of what you're doing. And then later you're like, okay, I hope you know God was able to, to just use that in whatever way he wanted to. But in this moment, I have passion. I'm, I have the flu. I'm out. <laughs> so I'm watching from afar. And I'm like, whoa, like God's actually doing something through me. Like This is so powerful. And it wasn't that it was like, like I said, it wasn't that it was the first time that I was like, oh, you know, God's coming to do something. It's like, it was just the first time that I saw what yeah. he was doing in my life. And I was like, whoa, okay, I need to be confident in what he's doing. And I, I can see that now. And now I'm just going to like run and go for it. And it felt just like a new chapter of maturity yeah. for me because it was like letting go of some of that insecurity, letting go of some of that. Did you have a moment for you where you like saw it? Like this is what God's doing in my life that you kind of owned it. Because um, I think for a long time you can be like, oh, no, 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 I'm not really an author, yeah. I'm not really this. But then it comes to a point where it's like, no, you actually totally yeah. are. You know, yeah. like you put out a couple of books, you have a podcast. Did you have a moment where you just kind of owned what God was doing? Yeah, I mean, that is that is such a cool story, Sadie. I, um, I And I think you're right. I read in a book this weekend that that John Eldridge wrote, and he says, God is most concerned with our maturity. Right. And so he lets us experience things that make our muscles stronger in a lot of ways and set us up for whatever's coming next. So so part of me, like if we were if we were uh, sitting at lunch or something, I'd be like, so why? Why did you need that? What do you think's coming? You know, like because that's whenever God gives me an Ebenezer Stone moment like that, it usually means I need you to remember this so that when we are there, you won't forget Right. You won't forget that this is me. Right. So I, you know, I I think the one that's coming to my mind is the, when I first, I've done, um, two legs of our, that sounds fun podcast tour. And we didn't know if it would work. We had never done anything like, you know, like we don't know if a live podcast recording works with my friends on the other side of the work. Like, like we don't know if we had a stand up comedian with us. Was he going to be funny? I had I like talk at the beginning and then there's a comedian and then we do a thing called fun coaching and then we do a live podcast. And we That's were in cool. Charlotte and I remember I came off stage when it was over and I grabbed my manager by both her shoulders and I was like, this is the most Annie thing we've ever done. I was like, this is it. This is it. And so so the reason that matters is because it was a new thing that I didn't know. And as I as we've kept doing it, 
there have been shows that have been just that great, and there have been shows that have been really hard. I mean, I had to do one show with a migraine the whole time, so I'm like almost puking. I when I am off stage, my head I'm laid down on the ground when I'm off stage, and then they're like, uh, "You've got five minutes," and I was like, "Jesus, uh, Jesus, take the wheel!" Right? Like we've got to do I've it been right there. Yeah. And so I think there are times like. So we're giving two really interesting examples for people to bring into their own stories of like, sometimes when you start something new, God goes, yes, 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 yes. Don't give up. Pin this, pin this, pin this text from God, because you need to remember as you're starting something new that, that, that this is right and it will get hard and it will get easier and it will get bigger, but you got to do it. And then there's other times like with you where you're in the middle of it and God goes new levels. I'm giving you new levels yeah. and I need you to see what everyone else sees. And it is. And so yes. what a gift when he does that for us. Yes, because I, I think what it was for me, he's like, you got to stop being, you got to stop doubting what wow. I'm doing. Like, get on board with it. Like, <laughs> get on board like, with this, Sadie. Just like, get on board, which obviously I'm on board. Like, obviously I'm all, I'm, I'm yes. all in. But like, but talk like, like, but act like it, talk like it, believe in it. And, and I think what it was for me is like, okay, for instance, this week, this week, I'm with uh, Louie and Shelly, yeah. who uh, most of you guys know, they're leaders at Passion City Church. I love Louie and Shelly. But like, I always will be like a little bit nervous around, about, around mentors of mine, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to tell them what I have going on. Like, they're going to ask and I'm going to, I'm going to underplay yeah. it. I'm going to whatever. This past week, I was with them and I was like, I got to show y'all my new uh, Ella worship stuff that we're working on. And because this is something I'm really excited about. Now that's something I would have never like said before because I would have been too nervous. I would have been like, well, what if they don't think it's good? Or what if blah, 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 all the excuses. But like, I know that's something God's moving on. I know that's something God's breathing in. So I want to tell them, no, hear this, like listen to this. And what was so cool is they were so excited to listen to it. And they were like, Sadie, this is incredible. Like God is so in this. And and I think that's what it is. It's like, Sadie, like invite people in to see what God's doing because it it isn't about you. You're not even making it about you because you can't even make it about you, you know? And so I think like for people who are listening to this, I know that this is an interesting example because not everybody's going to go speak a fashion. Not everyone's going to do a That Sounds Fun camp. But it's like, what is God doing in your life that you need to get on board with, that you need to, you know, stop being insecure about, stop trying to hide from people, but just own and let people see because people aren't seeing you. They're seeing Mm. God. People aren't seeing you. Your weaknesses are seeing his strength. People aren't even seeing how good you are because you're seeing how good God is. You know, it's like, what is that? What is that for you? And so I, I just love it. Uh, I mean, it's just been an interesting thing I've walked through this year. And I, I think for you, it's like, I was so interested in that for you because you do so much and you're so humble and you're so kind, but you also invite everybody That's in. That's really kind. To see, like, you're like, no, this is good because this is God. Like, yeah. I want you guys to be a part of this fun stuff. I want you guys to listen to this podcast because it's so good, you know? I just think it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're saying such an important thing because there are times where it is it is really easy for all of us to say, I'm mm-hmm. all in on Jesus. I'm all in on Jesus. I'll do what he says. I'll go where he tells me to go. But it is another level of maturity and um, and health to say, I am all in on how Jesus is using me. That's it. That's it. Because for me, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm all in on Jesus. I just have not been all in on him using me. Because I'm like, why me? But at the end of the day, it's like with Moses said, why me, God? He's like, I am who I am. 
it's not about you. It's I yeah. am the great I am. And so, like, I just always yes. get stuck in that, like, oh, I'm all in on you. I'm just not all in on me. I'll tell God all the time. I tell God all the time, I don't doubt you. I doubt me. You know, like, I, I'm not stressed <laughs> no, about you coming too. through. I'm stressed about me coming through. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's 100%. Like, you're not the problem here, God. I am very yeah. sure of the problem here. It's and it truly- is me. You need to pick yep. someone else. You need to pick somebody else because you're going to do this right and I'm going to screw this up yeah. somehow. So you better be sure. And he, what, he, what, what is consistently true about God is that he is like, I am not worried about where you can right. mess things up because that is actually That's where right. God shines. Beautiful. Is, is the cracks where Beautiful. we don't. And so let him, let him, let him. That's what it was for me at Passion this year. It was being okay with God using me. It was saying, wow. okay, God. I don't know why you chose me. I really don't. But I'm but I'm if if you did in this way, here I am. I say yes, you know, and I'll keep saying yes, and and I'm okay with it, you know, Uh, and I love it. I'm grateful for it. It's just cool. It's just so cool. I love what you said about how, you know, there was this moment where you said, this is the most anything ever, but then you had hard moments after that. That is so real. Here's the thing, friends, those who are listening, when just because it gets good doesn't mean it doesn't still become hard. Um, There are so many, there's a challenge every day. For, for me. There's a challenge every day for everybody. There's a challenge no matter how, how good your life looks. And Ben Stewart said this the other day, that it was so good. He said, there are some moments that I will go and I will preach and people will literally stand up, get saved. It'll be amazing. And there are some places I will go and speak. And I don't know if literally anybody heard a single word I said. He said, but it's not about the outcome. It's really about the obedience is what I'm responsible for. And I thought that was so good. It's like, Friends, whatever you're wanting to start, whatever you're wanting to go after, whatever you feel like God created you to do this thing for, it's really not about what all you'll do. It's about will you obey? Will you say yes? Will you have the faith to believe him for it, even when you can't see it? And, you know, when you stapled those pages together and gave it to a, a girl, I mean, I can't imagine you, you really thought that was going to turn into a couple of books. And, I mean, oh. you know, come on, oh. God. Um, can I tell you a, a, a ridiculous story about Dairy Queen real quick? I I would love that because I Thank do you. find myself there often. Thank you. I wish this was about Whole Foods, but it's not. It's about Dairy Queen. But I went to Dairy Queen a couple of weeks ago, and there's this one in town that, on West End, if you remember, and you have to walk into it. And so I'm walking into it, and I'm getting my Oreo Blizzard, and as I am ordering, this girl walks in behind me, mm-hmm. and she's crying, and she's by herself. And she and I order and I step to the side and immediately this would happen with a lot of our friends listening. Like immediately my like God like radar goes up. Like my Holy Spirit radar goes up of like, oh man, I was just trying to come to Dairy Queen and now there's like a ministry thing here, right? Like now there's a woman crying in the Dairy Queen and what am I gonna do? And I was like, nah, I'm just gonna walk out. I'm just gonna walk out. She's not she isn't trying to get bothered by me. If you're crying in a Dairy Queen, there's something going on, right? And, and so I get my blizzard and she's ordering, she's standing back and she's still teary. And I go to walk out. And I mean, as sure as I'm sitting here, the Lord is like, go back. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to be that girl who bothers this girl and the dairy queen, you know? So I pretend like I'm going back for napkins and I go back and get my napkins and I walk over to her and I'm like, Hey, my name's Annie. Are you all right? She's like, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, I'm really sweaty. I've just been working out. And I was like, okay, I mean, are you, are you sure? Cause I like, 
I just, we both ended up at Dairy Queen at the same time. So if there's anything you wanted to say or anything you need to talk about, she said, nope, I'm fine. And I left. And, and I have no idea if I'll ever see, there's not like a great ending, right? Of like, and then she got saved. And then the next Sunday she was at church and then she posted on Instagram. I have no idea what will ever happen with her. But what I do know is that God gave me the opportunity to obey him and never know the results. That's so good. Right? So I had to talk to the girl that, that was crying so at the Dairy good. Queen. It may, I, She may have just been working out. But listen, I'm 42 years old. I know what it looks like yeah. when somebody cries. She's crying. But, you know, I, the, so what Ben Stewart said is so deeply true because that experience may have been for the girl crying at the Dairy Queen, or it may have been for me to practice. Can I obey God Sorry. when it doesn't make sense? And can I still believe it was obedience when I don't get a result yeah. that I thought oh, I would that's get? so good. Right. That and we just so still good. do still talk to the crying girl at the Dairy Queen, because one time it will make a difference that's in a right. way that you'll oh, know. Annie, that's so good. And it's true, because I think a lot of t- people, even in that situation, they would go to doubting if they really heard God. You know, it's like, well, maybe, you know, did I really hear you say that? But like, you know, you heard him say that. And it's like you don't need her to have the response that you thought she would respond to for you to be affirmed that that's really what God said to do. You know, it's like God's doing something that you can't see. And whether that's in her, or whether that's in you and trusting that that's enough. I mean, it's so true. I've had moments where I've gone and spoken and it's been great and it's been awesome and I've had moments where I've gone up to someone and tried to have a conversation and it didn't go anywhere and I was like okay you know I had had a very similar situation where a mom really wanted me to go talk to her daughter like she was like I I just she's going through a hard time I really think you can you can help her and and I really believed I could too and I was like this is gonna be great that conversation did not really go anywhere, you know? Um, It just, no, it just didn't, you know? I mean, I tried and I taught, but she was just really set in her way and she was choosing to go down the path she was gonna go down and there was really nothing I could do or anybody could do. I mean, literally she was gonna have to allow herself to be convicted by the Lord, you know? And so it's like Ecclesiastes 11 talks about, talk about this a lot, how it's like, you know, you, you don't know the ways that God's moving. This is a lot of paraphrasing, but you don't know the way that God's made it. it says, but continue to sow your seed in the morning and don't be idle with your hands in the evening. I quote that all the time because it's so helpful to me. I don't know what God's doing in this situation. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why you're responding like that, but I'm going to sow my seed, you know, and in the evening, I'm not going to be out of my hands. I don't have to see how it prospers. I don't have to know what happens, but like God you're you have you're gonna do whatever you want to do with that seed you know and that's just been so that's been so huge for me and such a good word and it's so true about the Dairy Queen thing too it's like hey look you're sowing your seed and um God can move how God wants to move in that so good and when we get to practice listening to him right like one time he'll we'll hear the whisper turn left instead of turn right and it's because turning left saves our lives that's true right and so he gives us a lot of opportunity. He gives me a lot of opportunities. And I think you. T- I think this is a common thing he does for people who are listening to him. He gives us opportunities to practice hearing him when it's a when it's not yeah. game time. <laughs> you know, like just like a football team who runs the plays Monday through Thursday, so that Friday night under those Friday night lights they can run the plays. He lets us practice running the plays. Like that conversation you have with that girl, we run those plays on the practice field and sometimes you're like is this a game or not and he's like doesn't matter matter. run the play play. i love that run the play 
And then sometimes you're like, I am in the game. I can tell I'm in the game. And so I'm glad I practiced. Because here's the thing that's so true. The girl that I went to and talked to about that, it, it didn't go anywhere. But I've been in a very similar situation with another girl that I baptized at the end of the night in the bathtub at the house. You know? So it's like you, you got to run the play. You don't know what's going to happen, but you got that is so that's so good. And it's so true about hearing the voice of the Lord. Like I heard the Lord say something to me recently and um I literally said, I was like, God, no. He basically, I felt like the Lord was telling me uh, to, this is just funny because my teammates are going to listen to this, but to wash my team's feet, like to, to get on my knees and wash their feet and teach them teach them how to lead by serving. And literally when I heard that on the plane, I was like, no, God, I'm not doing that. I was like, I'm like, no. And it wasn't because I think their feet are stinky. It's not that. It was just, I was like, that's going to make everybody feel so awkward. Like, I just, I don't want to, like, that. that's just, I don't think so, God. And God kept saying, wash your feet. Wash your feet. And I was just like, man, which ended up being something so much deeper in me that I needed to talk out with God about leadership. And uh, it's a personal conversation, but being transparent with you enough to know that what happened is I did wash their feet and there was like not a dry eye in the room. And we prayed over each other and I washed their feet. And honestly, I feel so connected to my team and so on mission with our team. We are we are on mission together. And you know what? I'm so glad I heard his voice and I obeyed and I didn't leave it with God. That would be awkward. Like, just like you could have been like, I'm not going to ask her why she's crying. That could be weird. But it's like, you don't know what that leads to. And sometimes it leads to those moments where you say, I don't know what that was. And sometimes it leads to the most incredible moments of your life. So, man, Annie, I I love it. Every time we talk, it just is incredible to see where the conversation goes. I have one more quote for you from you that I feel like is very relatable to this moment. It says, your feelings can ride but they don't get to drive. And I just love that. And I think that's true with listening to the voice of God. It's like, you can have those feelings of saying like, yeah, this is awkward, or that's going to feel weird. That's going to be, you know, uncomfortable, but that doesn't get to drive what I'm actually going to do. Because at the end of the day, that has to bow to what I'm called to do, what the Lord called me to do. And so thanks for being just a great leader, a great friend, a friend to so many people, and uh, the chief of fun. We sure do love having you on the podcast. Thanks, friend. I love getting to talk to you, too. Every time I walk away better. So thank you. I love you so much. Love you.